And to tell us more about this, we join on the line now by the Chief Director for Math, Science, Technology at the Department of Basic Education, Mr. Silikitlabane. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Um, thank you very much, uh, Sakina, and good morning. Now, Mr. Tlamane, um just talk to us. I mean, uh, obviously we know there is a problem with uh, maths and science education in the country, but, uh, you know, how did you come to the point where you decided on this particular method of trying to root out the problems that we see? Um, Sakina, if you'd allow me, I think it would be necessary for me to put the matter into context first so that the nation may understand what is there that we are trying to do and why this type of a response. Um, a, a few years ago, the Department of Education uh, introduced what we call the ANA, which I believe that the nation already understands, which is the annual national assessment. Uh, we subject our learners from grade 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and grade 9 to this test. Um, and this is not a promotional test, but it is a test that seeks to advise and inform the sector about what problems are there. It is more of a like diagnostic tool that would tell us what the problem is. Now, um, fast forward, last year when we administered this ANA test, it, it revealed some shocking uh, levels of performance by the learners, particularly in grade 9 where learners could only demonstrate 10% of their level of understanding of the subject of mathematics. And uh, to inform the nation, one would say maybe there's something wrong with our learners. There is nothing wrong with our learners. Because these learners, when this, this last year when we administered the same assessment, for grade 1 learners, they obtained an average of 68%, grade 2, 62%. And these figures go down when they get to grade 9. Grade 3 was 56%, grade 4, 37%. It's becoming worrying from grade 4. Grade 5, 37%. Grade 6, 43%. Grade 9, it was a disaster at 10.8% of level of understanding of the, 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 the subject of mathematics itself. Now, the minister said it cannot be business as usual. We, we, we cannot be sitting comfortably, all of us, in our offices, in whatever space that we occupy, and say it is okay that we can face the nation as a department of education and say, the nation, you gave us your children. We give them back to you, and they can only demonstrate 10% of understanding of the subject that something radical and urgent needs to be done. And the minister took this matter to the heads of departments, took it to the Council of Education Ministers, and they approved that we need to do something very urgent and very fast. It is for that reason that then we came back with this strategy to say, at the center of curriculum delivery is the teacher. All of us, we are there just to support the teacher, but the teacher is the only person who has contact with learners on a day-to-day basis throughout the year. And unless we enable our teachers to deliver the content in such a way that we will improve on our efficiencies. We will remain shameful as we are right now as a department that we, 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 we cannot stand boldly in front of the nation and say we are doing what we are supposed to be doing and we are doing mm-hmm. it well. So it, it, it is for that reason that we said, listen, let us look at what we have done in the past in terms of developing and preparing our teachers to deliver the curriculum. We have 
called workshops on Saturdays. It has not yielded the results that we are trying to achieve. And sometimes the levels of attendance of teachers on Saturdays, they don't teach up. Why? Because teachers have lives outside of work. They've got other things that they have to do. So, and, and we do not think that it is because they don't want to come. It's because life must go on. We have said, okay, fine, because Saturdays are not working. Let us look at training our teachers during vacation schools. When schools are closed, let us call them. The levels of attendance are very poor as well. Teachers don't turn up. Now, we, we, we then said, let, let us look at perhaps supporting the teachers during their normal working hours so that we don't call them outside of their normal working hours. And what we do is then we said, what, what would be different from what we have done in the past is that what we do is that we call teachers for a workshop, give them content and pedagogical strategies uh, for the whole term or for the whole year, and we say go and implement. That has not worked. Now we are changing, we say, listen, let us increase the dose. Because when you, are, when you are taking care of a patient, I'm just making an analogy, mm-hmm. and this patient is not getting better. It does not help to continue giving them the same dose that you've been giving that has not yielded the results that you wanted to, 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 to see. So what we said that, we said that a 10-day workshop doesn't work, a five-day workshop doesn't work. Let us increase on this dose. That is why you, you, you're talking after looking at our strategy, that we are saying let us double this and bring it to about 23 sessions instead of just five sessions, which have not helped us. Okay. Now, these 23 sessions, we break them down into weeks of planning. Teachers come into a center in small groups of teachers, not mass meetings, small groups of teachers from about 10 to 15 schools. They sit around the table as professionals, and they plan what must be taught only for that week. We agree that this is what's supposed to be taught for this week. And what we do is then we plan on how we are going to teach it. It's not just important to know what you are going to teach, but we also get into how you are going to teach it. And it is in these communities that teachers then share experiences in terms of those who have proven to teach very well. Okay. And a teacher then goes back to his class and implements and come back the following week to come and get another portion. Mr. Tabane, which teachers will be involved in these training programs? Will it be all teachers across the board or will you be looking at a specific cohort? We, we are looking at uh, the senior phase teachers. The but, senior phase teachers, when you talk about the senior phase, you're talking grade 7, 8 and 9. But this time around, we are starting with the grade 8 and 9 teachers. They will be coming from uh, about 6,400 schools across the country. But by your own admission from what you've just shared with us earlier, the problem starts way before then. So isn't it a bit late when you are focusing on grade 8 and 9 teachers when, in fact, children are already struggling and failing in the foundation phase? Um, The figures that I gave you, uh, they indicate that children in the foundation phase are not doing as badly as that. Because, as I said, in grade 1, they obtain 68%, grade 2, 62%, grade 3, 56%, and, and th- those are the foundations. But isn't that uh, worrying at foundation you. level? If you are performing in the 60% bracket at foundation phase level, you are already being set up for failure further on, aren't you? Um, it, it's, it's a yes and a no. Um, international studies show that 
Um, when we talk about this 66%, we're talking about an average. That you, you, you cannot, it, it would not be a, a, a possible to get an average of 90%. So because you've got all sorts of learners in the system, the high achievers, the moderate achievers, and the low achievers, but your average performance, which is a sum of all the learners put together, uh, if it is at 68%, we are simply saying a child in South Africa is performing at 68%. But if a child in South Africa is performing at 10%, it is disgraceful, it is a disaster. And our approach uh, is that we must run to the scene of accident where there is a disaster which is in uh, the senior phase, um, grade 8 and 9. But we do agree with you to say we will have to strengthen the foundation phase to say, okay, these kids are okay. What went wrong when they progressed from one grade to the next? There's definitely something that went wrong somewhere. Okay. And we will have to go and do it. Uh, but that is not our hot spot at the moment. Our hot spot is in grade 8 and 9, 7, 8 and 9. But I totally agree with you to say yeah. This thing we have to do it across the system. Yeah, because then you are dealing with you know the, the the symptoms which could have been prevented earlier on. But before I let you go, uh, you also talk about teachers uh, being expected to obtain eighty percent and above. What happens to those teachers who get less than eighty percent? And and the issue of if this is not an examination. It is it, it is an issue of testing the content. A knowledge level of the teachers to say, we, we, we are saying, let, let us see at which level are you before the intervention. It is a before and after type of a thing. And we say, after you have been exposed to this training, let us see whether your content knowledge in the subject has improved. Now, we say a teacher cannot produce a distinction unless themselves can get a distinction. So that is why we are promoting a spirit of excellence in our teachers to say, now, what happens to those who do not get 80%? We've got subject advisors and HODs who are school-based. Subject advisors are office-based and they support a number of schools. A subject advisor would support about 38 schools to 40 schools, 45 schools, something like that. Okay. Our subject advisors have been, their main job is to support the teachers to, de- to, 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 to um, deliver on the content. But the, the support has not been targeted. It, it, it has been a support that a subject advisor visit a school and check whether teachers are doing their work or not. Mm. And that thing has not helped us a lot. Now, what we are saying is that give support to only those who need it. So if you have somebody who gets a teacher who gets 60%, for instance, after the intervention, we say then this teacher needs extra support. And then you don't just visit anybody and everybody. Then you visit only those who need while they're busy implementing inside of their classes, in their schools, you sit down with them in the staff room, you discuss the content further, you try to find out from them what type of help do they, do, do they need so that they can perform better. Because Mr. Tabane, gets 50%. Yes, Mr. Yes. Tabane, we have to move on, but are you going to be testing the subject advisors as well? Just very briefly. Are we going to? Test the subject advisors as well. Um, the, the, the subject advisors have been exposed to the training to ready the system have to deliver on the, on the one plus four. Were they the subject also given... Have, yes, yes, they, 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 they were tested as well during their training program. And they were also expected to get an 80% pass mark? 
they were expected also to to get very excellent marks. Yes, not eighty percent. Because you you, you 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 cannot be supporting people if you yourself you are not very good yeah, in you, the subject. You are very clear that the teachers need eighty percent. What percentage did the the, the the subject advisors need? They also need eighty percent, which which is a benchmark for excellence. Okay. Mr. Tabane, yes. we're going to leave it there. And uh, this, of course, interesting developments uh, there uh, to be being told to us by the Chief Director of Math, Science and Technology at the Department of Basic Education, Mr. Siliki Tabane. Meanwhile, the South African Democratic uh, Teachers Union, SATU, says that the department's plan to retrain teachers will solve a crisis by creating another crisis. And we're joined on the line now by SATU's national spokesperson, Nomusa Tembi. Thanks for your time this morning, Ms. Tembi. Thank you, Sakina, and thank you to your listeners. Now, Ms. Temi, uh, what are your concerns around this particular program? Um, as such, we do, we do support initiatives that are there to develop and train teachers, but we are worried about this one as to the fact that we feel it is going to cause disruptions in, in, in teaching and learning in schools in that the teachers will have to be out of school for uh, one day in a week. And if that happens, imagine what will happen to the learners who will be left unattended. You know, imagine what will happen to the teachers who will have, we understand in our schools that teachers don't teach just one subject. You find that a next teacher will, will teach several grades and also on top of that teach another subject. So you'll find that in that day, probably two subjects won't be taught in several grades. What will happen when the teacher comes back to catch up on those? And what will happen to the learners who will have, they, they may say, okay, we'll double the classes and all that, but we are talking about learners who are in grade seven, eight, uh, seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine. Learners who cannot, who cannot, unlike learners in, in grade 12, who can, who have more capacity to take in. But those at that, at that level, you, 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 you cannot say you just push the stuff down their throats. But Ms. Tembi, I'm sure you would agree with the department that there is a problem that needs urgent intervention. He, um, Mr. Uh, uh, the, uh, Mr. Tabane has indicated that they have tried as a department to do holidays uh, training. They have tried to do Saturdays, and both of those have failed. So how does SATU suggest the Department of Education actually does this training? Yes, we understand that there is a problem. That that is why we have said this is we are solving a crisis with another crisis. We understand that there is a crisis. What the department didn't do is they should have come to us as as stakeholders in education, as unions, to consult with us to say, you know, we are having this problem, and we teachers we are aware of this of this problem. Consult with us, and then we could we, we could have come up with solutions. We only got the, the, the circular telling us about this thing was 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 issued was dated on the ninth of 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 January, and we only received it on the twenty seventh, telling us that the department is going to go ahead on this matter soon. What will happen to timetabling? They are urging us to to to, to change timetables and all. This is this 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 is this is going. We 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 are not against. The, teacher development and teacher training, but please consult with us and make sure that uh, uh, we are given time, 
we, we, we are allowed to put our input. We would have come up with solutions. It's not that we... we, we, we and in professional learning commun- communities, uh, classes can take place or, or, or meetings even in the afternoons.